Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome back to The Ralph Report. It's a brand new show for this Monday, May 9th year of science 2022. Science! Oh, hell, science. It is right to give science thanks and praise because we're back live on tape. Tag team back again. Check it a record. Let's begin. Party on, Garmy people. Let me hear some noise. Ralph Garmin's in the house with some sex toys. There's an Eddie over here, a Steve over there. Throw your bottles in the air. Shave your pubic here. These three words when you're getting busy. Womp, lick my balls. Yeah. Wow, that says it all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, anonymous caller who left oh, that wait, for us. He didn't us. leave a name. No, it just wow. dropped that on the old Ralph Report hotline. I said, what a way to kick off our return show after a week of flashback episodes and the, and the uh, latest live show oh, yes, as well. Yes, yes. But we're back now, kids. Me? Well, if you're curious, I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. And that voice you hear here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, Stanley's dad, mm. celebrator of Mother's Day with his wife. You have to. You have to. I got to. He's. Holy God. Holy God. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Eddie Pence is the missionary position of people. What? I don't know. That was another what anonymous thing. What the fuck does that mean? Left. Why am I attacked right out of the gate? I don't think that's an attack. The missionary position of people. Most popular sex position in the world. Or most bland, boring Or people. the yeah. most popular sex I, position in the world. I took it the offensive Well, way. that's just the you then. That's mm, on you. I don't think that's how That's it not was. anyone else. I think Come on, Eddie Spaghetti. My name is Eddie. It looks like strain, such a thrill to eat my fill And gobble till there's nothing on the plate Spaghetti's great! Being assaulted for no, no you're reason. Not being right? assaulted. Called a dick. Don't by Jack. Get a complex. Uh, I have a complex. You have more theme songs than any man has a right to have. <laughs> happy day after Mother's Day to all you moms out there. I wished everyone a uh, happy Mother's Day on social media. If you're a mom, I hope you saw that. How did you celebrate, Eddie Pence? Uh, we took Tracy. Well, over the weekend, I took Tracy to a Pearl Jam concert on Saturday night. Oh, Eddie Vedder is amazing. You know, this is just as an aside, but the way, to, uh, any way to turn things back to me. Yeah. I own in my Batman collection, yeah. Eddie Vedder's custom made guitar picks 
that, really? that are all decorated with logos and images from the Batman TV series. I didn't I didn't know he was a Batman. He's a massive Batman really? 66 fan. I did not know that. And uh, through a friend of a friend, I was able to get about a half a dozen different Eddie Vedder guitar picks that all have oh, Batman 66 That's bad. You have to show them to me. Yeah, they're around here somewhere. somewhere. I forget which case they're in. but That's I'll, awesome. I'll pull them out. It is pretty awesome. How was the show? Mate, they're one of the best live bands They're a great live see. band, for sure. They're so good. Is she a big fan? Yes, but we're both big fans. Yes, Beautiful. Yes. We right. had these tickets pre-pandemic, then they canceled it. And then they brought everybody back. Oh, timing couldn't later, have been better. So it was actually worked out perfect. And then we took, uh, uh, Colton and I took uh, her to her favorite breakfast place yesterday and had like a little brunch thing with some really good pancakes that she likes. How so, lovely. It's a nice weekend. Well, good for you and good for Mama Pence and uh, good for everybody. Yeah. Um, before we get into the jaw from hell, <laughs> because you know, if you listen to the show regularly, the reason we were off last week is because I had to dedicate some time to my health and try to get my face uh, straightened out. Yeah. And uh, I will tell you what's wrong with my face, besides the obvious. Um, <laughs> the inside. Uh, the we, know inside. What, we know what's wrong on the outside. Exactly. But this time it's internal as opposed to external <laughs> in just a moment. But this is our first live show since we did, excuse me, the first new show since we've done the live show. Yeah. So really quickly, I wanted to thank everyone who showed up last weekend for the... Um, Two weekends ago, last what? Last Saturday. How's that work? It was last Saturday. But wouldn't last Saturday be the Saturday that just passed? I guess, but we just had that Saturday, so I would think. Oh, no, Two Saturdays Saturday. ago, man. But that seems so far away, and it doesn't seem that far. Away. I'm I'm always confused about I would just how say to last refer- Saturday. But that doesn't that mean the then weekend go, that just would, passed? This last this, that was this past Saturday. Oh, and then we would go last Saturday. Last right? Saturday. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you you remember when you were there? If you were there. The live show, thanks to everyone who came out. We were oversold. People were it was bursting at the seams there. My bladder was. At Flappers at the, uh, Comedy Green Club. Line. Uh, Eddie was just complaining, I have to pee so bad. I, I it was great pee. seeing everybody. And the meet and greet line was so much fun, but it was long. Suck it up, superstar. I had to pee so bad. Oh, I feel so bad for you. So popular people want photos with you. You have I to had stand to there. so bad. Hold your urine. You got urine problems. No, this one, yes, I did. Yes, you I did. I hurt, my kidneys were hurt. Oh, you wearing a Pearl Jam uh, shirt? I got my right? Pearl Jam oh, shirt. Of course. You, you don't go that. without getting a shirt. Uh, Mr. Concert We've team. had this conversation. I know. Did you Did you pregame in the parking lot? Did you? I uh, ran into a couple Garmy people. Did you get out your, your, your bowl and smoke a couple no, of bowls? No, I didn't bowls. smoke a bowl. You drop some acid no, in the parking lot. I didn't lot drop any acid. The rest of the like stamps or whatever wells. you do. <laughs> However you put the, the acid in. We ran, I ran into the... I remember Joyce, who I'd never met before. Very nice lady. Met the Coulters. They were there. Wow. It was, very, it was fun. It was Sounds a little party. Star-studded. It was amazing. Um, everybody was on hand also for the live show. So thanks again to Mike Serber, who was on hand yeah. and performed his jingle for us live on nice. stage, which was a blast. Queen J was there. All the members were, of cast were on stand, uh, on hand, rather. We had uh, Queen Jay and Cerber and John First Cooperman. ever gathering. Yeah, cast. first time they've all been in the same location at the same time. Or continent. That's yeah, true. They uh, since they formed, they make all their musical <laughs> magic virtually. So they were able to come together. Bridget from Long Island was on hand, our social director. Yes. She's the cruise director of uh, the SS Garmy. She was the queen of the party, from what I heard she at the uh, Burbank Hotel. They boy, they partied hard. They did. The people dubbed it GarmyCon. Yes, is what they dubbed it. I think uh, it was Gina Wells who uh, tagged <laughs> it with that, and I could not have been more flattered. 
they were started partying early at the Burbank Hotel there and uh, just carried on through the show. And then apparently there was some after partying as well. Amazing. So thanks to everybody who came out. It was uh, tr- maybe our best one yet. It truly was a blast. And that's available for all to see or hear, depending on how you like to ingest your Ralph report uh, via the Patreon link, of course. All right, uh, people I'm sure have questions. And thank you so much over the week. Uh, first of all, for giving me the time off to try to get my life in order. Um, I, I, I'm always uncomfortable taking time off, maybe more so than I should be, according to some people who are near and dear to me. But I feel responsible to be here for you guys every day. I know you count on the show, so I like to not disappoint you. But thanks for giving me the time off. And many of you were super supportive about that and even suggesting I take more time off, which made me feel oddly disposable and not quite necessary. I mean, nothing to you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And so many calls of well wishes, and I hope your jaw feels better. And let me tell you what I did with my time off. So at the end of the last week, we were doing live shows. I started to reach out to TMJ specialists, of which there are surprisingly many. Hmm. Okay. Especially here in the Southern California area. You've got the TMJ doctor. You've got the TMJ Institute. You've mm. got Team TMJ. Everybody's got a little uh, little niche, specific, <laughs> specialist office where they come in and they take care of right, your TMJ. Right. So I had set up two different consultations with those folks. Mm-hmm. Now, by the end of that week, I was in serious pain. Yeah, you were not. I don't know how you got through the live show, to be honest. Well, uh, alcohol, that's how you got Alcohol, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, copious amounts of ibuprofen. Yes. Um, so I set that up and then the week rolls around and real quick recap, just to, just to keep you up to, to speed on what's been happening. This has been a problem since February to a lesser degree. Certainly most recently, the past couple of weeks has been truly painful. So, uh, February, I go to my dentist. He does x-rays. No, you're good. Uh, he grinds down, uh, one of my uh, teeth. He says, your bite is off. That's giving you TMJ. Then I go to chiropractic. You all remember Dr. Dean. The legendary Dr. Dean. Who worked me over with his little trigger mechanism. He put up my jaw and trying to get me back into alignment and massaging and all that stuff. Then I did the deep tissue massage from, I forget her name, Zumi. I want to call her Satan, but uh, I believe her name was Zumi. <laughs> she's kneeling on my ass and she's bruising You're me. You're crying from childhood trauma. She's driving her fingertips <laughs> through the palms, the soles of my feet. I'm in tears, weeping. It was it was traumatic. Um, so this are all the steps. Some minor temporary relief, nothing considerable. Mm, okay. So I'm launching into this week of, of time off to really try to nail things down. And just a weird coincidence, I run into a, a parent of another kid at Olivia's school. Okay. She is an orthodontist. Okay. Okay. And so Carrie says to me, she says, you should talk to Erin and see what she thinks. Describe to, to her the situation, how you hurt your jaw. Of course, as we know, yes. from from uh passionately aggressive oral sex yes. and someone sitting on my face. Right. That's what you open with. And uh, sure. Yeah. That's, that's right out of the gate. Oh yeah. You got to open the show with a big number. Um, <laughs> tell her what happened, give her your symptoms and see what she says. So I'm talking to her and I gave her the lay of the land and she said, it sure sounds to me like potentially you have a 
infection or one of your teeth is bad. Like an abscess? Yeah. And I said, no, because I went to my dentist and he ruled that out. And so she said, here's a guy that I work with all the time. He's an endodontist. You know what an endodontist is? No. I know These, what an orthodontist is. I know what an orthodontist is too. I had never heard of an endodontist myself. I did a little research. An endodontist is a dental professional who specializes only in root canals and oral surgery and things of the like. Okay. So she says if anybody will be able to rule out a dental issue, it'll be this guy. Okay. Worst case scenario, he agrees with your dentist and then you're off to the races. You got to find the, the TMJ, TMJ guy yeah, yeah. and you got people lined up, right? So last Wednesday, uh, Dr. Joshua Yadigar is able to fit me in. Okay. And I go into his office and I tell him, he goes, all right, what happened? And I said, well, I, I did a trauma back in February and that was the beginning of my problems and now it's just become unbearable. And so we go through the whole thing. He goes, how did you hurt your jaw? And I said, well, there was, to be frank, there was a woman sitting on my face. And deadpan, nothing from Dr. Josh, no zero reaction. He's like, okay, okay. He said, let's take some (laughs) x-rays. So he takes x-rays. He says, yeah, I don't see anything in the x-rays. But then he says, I'm going to take you in the next room because we've got our CT scanner in the next room. Oh. Here's the thing, Eddie Pence. Okay. X-rays only see bone. Yeah, there's no tissue and stuff. You you can't see the condition of any soft tissues with an x-ray. Yeah. He says the CT will let, will give me, you know, digital layers of your jaw and teeth, and I'll be able to see with the soft tissue what's going on there. So I go into the CT room, and I was thrilled because have you ever taken a CT? I have. Of the yes. head? Not of the head, shoulder. Yeah, pussy. I didn't, I've never had one. Head I CTs, never needed it. Head, head CTs are the way to go. Because well, okay. they put you in this harness, they yeah. strap your head in, and you're looking into a mirror, and then you see these laser crosshairs on your face, and you remember the beginning of The Incredible Hulk? Oh, yeah, 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 Where he's yeah. sitting in that room, and you get the crosshair. He got his crosshairs on yeah, his yeah. head. He was going to zap his brain yeah, with yeah, gamma yeah. radiation. Yeah. That's what I have on my so face. So you were hoping you were going to be the Hulk. That's what's in the back of my mind. Here, here this is my origin story. This is this where is it happens. It, this is where it begins. I'm finally going to get superpowers. <laughs> this is where the heat vision right. that I've been begging for for so long right. finally comes You can to get pass. even finally with everyone. Cut. Uh, spoilers. There was no superpowers. Well, it could be late. You, you might take a while to develop. So, whoop, 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 the things whip, whipping around my head, taking yeah, 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 internal yeah. pictures of my face and stuff. And so uh, I get out of there, and it comes right up on the uh, screen. It's a beautiful thing, technology. Science. Science is amazing. We love science. Science! And he says, come here. I want to show you something. And we're looking at the screen, and... Uh, he says, I don't know how you are, how you walked in here today. Huh? And I said, what are you talking about? He said, you seem, you know, you're smiling, happy. We've had small talk. Yeah. Um, he said, let me show you this. And my molar was not only filled with bacteria and infection, but the entire portion of my jaw by that molar was also infected. Oh, my God. He said, that inflammation is pressing on the cluster of nerves that's located in the base of your jaw, and the pain is radiating it, radiating out to every area of that side of your face. Wow. That's why you feel it in your jaw. You feel it in the, the joint. You feel headaches. You feel it in your sinuses. Your entire head is inflamed because of this infection. And he said, people who I see have this kind of problem are in tears when they come to my office. Hmm. So he said, 
you must just either have a high pain threshold or you hide it well. But he said, we need to dress this right away. So he throws me in the chair and he says, I'm going to do part one of the root canal. Yeah. And here's the thing. You know me, I hate dentists. And I'm not a fan of any dental procedure. But at this point, the pain was so bad, I was hoping he would just yank the tooth out of my head. Right. I would hope he would just remove my jaw. Pull a castaway and knock it out with a skate. Whatever it would take. <laughs> at this point, I'm all in. Right. I have no fear and no trepidation whatsoever. Yeah. It's like childbirth. It's like, it's so painful, I don't care what I have to go through. Let's get on the other side right. of this. So he starts in, and that the tooth, the molar, the problem has a crown on it. And I said, if you take that crown off and try to work on it, the tooth will likely fall apart. And he said, no, we don't have to. He says, I, I have a technique where we just go right through the top of the crown. We make a small hole and we start working. And what he had to do was clear out all the pulp, which is the internal uh, meat of the tooth, Ugh. had all been infected. Yeah, Had to clean out the uh, nerve roots and all that stuff. And then what he does is he fills it back up with antiseptic, with an antibiotic, mm -hmm. gives it a temporary seal. And then I'll go back this week and then he'll go back in, clean everything out, finish up, and put the uh, put the final seal on it. So this is Wednesday. He does this first thing. And first of all, he's, he's given me the Novocaine. And I feel pretty numb. But when he starts working mm. on it, mm -mm. I shoot through the roof. Mm. And he goes... Here's another fun fact. Infections change the pH level of the surrounding tissue so that they don't take anesthesia. Oh, 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 oh. He Ow. said, I'm going to shoot you up with more. He said, but likely we're not going to be able to get you completely numb. Oh, man. Ouch. Now, as eager as I am to be through on the other side of this, I am not. I am not pleased. Oh, that sucks. And he says, you know what? Oh, that sucks. How do you feel about nitrous? And I said hell to the yeah <laughs> so he straps the old nitrous mask yeah. on me and now at this point you don't give a fuck he can fucking do anything he wants but when he puts the nitrous mask <laughs> on me before he gets started he looks down and he goes i want you to know something and i'm like what 12 years in this business no one's ever said they hurt their job by by eating pussy and he starts to crack up. Now, I'm high on nitrous, so I start to crack up. And the two of us are laughing like idiots in his office. So there's obviously a nitrous leak. In the no, office. he was just, he just genuinely was having a good time. But I think at some point he felt comfortable enough to start joking Acknowledge with me. Acknowledge yeah. what you had said. And so uh, he said, how did, you, how did you get through this pain up till now? And I was like, Jack Daniels, mostly. He goes, oh, I'm a, uh, I'm a Johnny Walker black man. Oh. So we have that in common. This guy is great. I mean, I'm really, really grooving. <laughs> so he does what he has to do, and he puts the temporary on. Uh -huh. And he says, uh, I'm going to give you a course of antibiotics because we got to knock that infection out orally as well as with the, the yeah, procedure. Yeah. He said, I'm going to give you high doses of ibuprofen. You're going to have to take this every six hours because... The pain on the other side of this for a few days is going to be as bad or worse as what you've been oh, dealing God. with. Because think about it. If everything's inflamed and angry, he's on top of that tooth. He's pushing it down. He's grinding. Yeah. He's moving it. So when the anesthesia wears off, I'm telling yeah. you, Ed, it was the worst pain yeah. of the whole thing. The inflammation's inflamed at this right. point. yes. So he says, don't take the ibuprofen with Jack Daniels because it's not good for your stomach. And I said, you are no fun. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? And he goes, then don't take the ibuprofen. Just do the jack. 
I was like, all right, this guy's on my side. <laughs> so this is Wednesday, brutal pain. Actually, he gave me Percocet. He gave me a little, oh, uh, a little opioid. Look at you. So I was rocking the oxycodone uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty spectacular. Oh, nice. I could you. see why people uh, make a lifestyle out of that. It's not a good idea. Um, Thursday, the pain was about 75% of what it was on Wednesday. Oxy again. Yeah. Friday, about 50% okay. of the day before. Getting better. Saturday morning, I wake up. Yeah. First time in months, I don't have any pain. Completely pain-free. Completely pain-free. Wow. Which is good because I had to host my kids' school's fundraiser on Saturday right. night. That was another thing. It's like, people are like, you took a week off. I was working more prepping for the fundraiser <laughs> than I usually do to prep for the Ralph report. And I was getting half of a root canal Ooh. done. So it was a hell of a week. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm telling you right now, I feel like a million bucks. That's awesome. For the first time in recent memory, I feel like myself. Yeah. You feel, you seem more relaxed. Oh, I gotta tell you. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. And I, and I've said this before, a chronic pain sufferers, and I know we got them in the Garmy. I feel for you. And, and I, I just wish you some relief and some resolution because it makes your life hell. Yeah. Nothing, nothing feels good. Yeah. And I know why people choose to take their own lives when they have chronic pain, because you can't find joy in anything. Yeah. That's brutal. Just being conscious makes you miserable it sucks so i'm happy to report kids that i'm uh, fine sadly i will be taking one more day off later this week to get the other half of the root canal okay. done uh so that means no thursday show but um after that we'll, we'll be good to go okay so there you go there's the latest and the greatest from my jaw from hell Sadly, again, no superhero powers, but... Uh, you never know. They could pop up one night. I suppose. Like the Hulk, you know, he only changed when he got the right, adrenaline Nothing's rush. triggered the new, the mutated gene yet. I haven't yet. scraped my know. knuckles changing a tire or anything yet, I can so. hit you with some stuff and see what happens. Could you? Well, just you being you will inflame <laughs> me at some point during this show enough. If, if I can trigger a mutant gene, I will. Yeah. You'll, you'll see my eyes go green <laughs> should anything happen. So, kids, there you go. There's the update again. Thank you for all your support. I appreciate it. That's what's going on. But enough about me. How about the Ralph Report? We got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, it's Monday. That means we got to munch something. Oh, and now boy. that my teeth are working, I can actually munch. I'm excited. But just in case my teeth weren't working, I picked something soft for us. <laughs> Finally, we're going to square off the battle between mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. Oh. Between... The creamy, delicious heaven uh -huh. of mayonnaise uh -huh. and Satan's semen itself. Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Okay. Oh, my God. Dad's a big fan of Miracle Whip. Fuck, fuck Miracle Whip. I've never and had it. those who enjoy I've it. I've never had are, Miracle Whip. Are, are so I don't know. damaged. I don't know. So we're going to get to that a little bit later on. We got uh, this day in history. All kinds of good stuff, kids. You're going to have a blast. You're going to say, I'm glad those guys are back with a brand new show. Doc Garon D. So let's jump into it. First of all, with your phone calls, thank you so much for all the calls that were uh, wishes of uh, healing and love and support. I appreciate it. I listen to every single call that comes through on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can call me. You just got to dial up that number, 1-833. Hi, Ralph. Yeah. I listen to them, then I grab a handful that catch my attention, and I put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. 
Last Saturday, let's call it, during mm -hmm. the live show, yeah. you and Steve Ashton brought up the Iron Sheik, came up in conversation yes. a little bit. Yes, we did. Um, I'm not familiar with wrestling world, and I'm even less familiar with the, the Iron Sheik. Okay. But he was not happy, apparently, being oh, he talked wasn't. about on our program at all. I'm always shocked when celebrities call in and leave messages. Me too. This is Iron Sheik calling... Because fuck the Steve Ashton. Fuck the Rav Garman. Fuck the Edith. I take over you. Fuck you in the ass. Oh, country way. Make your buck. Make your humble jabroni. You piece of shit. No good. Motherfucking fucking bullshit. Wow. Not happy. That sounds just like Thanks a lot, place. Eddie. I don't know what I'm you sorry. did. Incur the wrath of the Iron Sheik. Is he still alive? Yes, he is. is he? His Twitter account's something else. Well, you was listening to this show. Of course. What's the one rule about the Ralph Report hotline? Oh, don't call drunk. Don't call drunk. Yeah. It's not good for you. Uh -uh. It's not good for me. No. But if you do have to call drunk, this was pretty sweet. I love you, Ralph. I am so fucking drunk. I, I don't even remember why I called. Other than to say, I love you, man. Oh. That's, that's, that's drunk. the only reason you need. That's drunk love right there. That's the best kind. That is the thing you hear at every college bar. Yeah in america yeah. when pals get together and they get loosened up and yeah. they start to say i love you man you guys you're like my brothers you guys are like my brothers and i don't even have no brothers but you you are if i had a brother i would feel more and the same as you i feel <laughs> it's true serum man a lot of those conversations <laughs> Ah, uh, this is not good this is something rearing its ugly head i thought we were done forever i miss ziggy no, oh, no, no, you oh, don't. No. <laughs> no one misses Ziggy. Why least, do you miss Ziggy? least funny comic strip in the history of comic strips. We've settled this. Yes. Do I have to once again prove it to you? All right, I'm gonna pull a Ziggy from from last week. All Let's right. take a look. Okay. Ziggy, is he funny? Ziggy, fuck you. You are a little creep. Yeah, exactly. I do miss that. I miss that, too. This comes from <laughs> May 3rd. Okay. So is that last week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's Ziggy just uh, taking, a, taking a look at us, breaking the fourth wall, as he's wont to do, uh -huh. taking a look at us, and he says the following. Some people are born with a silver spoon in their mouth. I sometimes think I was born with a plastic spork in mine. <laughs> Jesus. Now... Like, You're a professional comedian. I, I think so. Can you tell me the structure of how that is even? Uh, there's no, I don't even. How is this supposed to be a joke? It's not. It's just a statement. It's not even a joke. I, I don't even understand. We've I, all heard the hackneyed, age-worn saying, born with a silver spoon in right. your mouth. Anything other than a silver spoon would indicate that you're right. not even a bronze spoon. Blessed and rich. <laughs> you're not blessed and rich. So is the plastic spork supposed to be a comedy trigger phrase that's going to double me up with laughter? I think whoever created what the guy who did Ziggy, I think Tom he, Wilson. Tom, he really thought saying spork was going to oh. be the big laugh. There. Oh, the kids when the they spork. hear spork, they're gonna they're gonna break a rib because the, the joke there is like, oh, you're gonna, I'm going to say plastic spoon. 
Nope. No. Spork. Oh, I see what he did. That's where he, he got you. He ups the, the comedy. Mis- it's a misdirection there. Up the comedy stakes but it's with not Spork. Funny at all. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see some funny Ziggies, you can go back and look at my dirty ones. Yes. Those will make you laugh. Dirty Ziggy is dirty funny. Dirty Ziggy will make you laugh. And we play upbeat music for you each and every episode here on The Ralph Report. We call them our happy hits. Hunter called in with his request. What up, Ralph? What up, Eddie? What up, Steve? Uh, Hunter Romango, four-star general at Livingston, Montana. Um, hope you had a good week off, man. Hope your face is feeling better. Um in honor of Mother's Day, I wanted to call in a happy hit. Um, it is my first Mother's Day without my mom this year, and it's just kind of weird. And uh, just kind of sparked the idea in honor of my mom and uh, Bob Seeger, whose birthday was on Friday, which we didn't get to hear because you were off. Um, but I heard it on one of the old uh podcast i was listening to while you were off um i was hoping you could play uh rambling gambling man by bob seeger um my mom loved bob seeger um and i was fortunate enough to go uh see him in concert uh, about a year before she passed um so that was pretty cool um but yeah rambling gambling man uh, i was bob seeger's first hit uh that kind of brought him into the music world and it's a slapper um makes me happy makes me think of my mom every time um i love you guys i mean it bye hunter so sorry that uh you're dealing with that um i thought of my mom a lot over the weekend as well who she's also gone but the memories that's what you got to hold on to and hope this helps bob seeger back when it was called the bob seeger system before he became bob seeger in the silver bullet band here's his first big hit here in the u.s Ramblin' Gamblin' Man, today's happy hit. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but as you can imagine, in order for me to play your call, 
you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time for us to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, May 9th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen? Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. All right, on this day, by the way, again, thanks to Mike Serber. He crushed it live. Oh, yeah. At so our good. live show. So good. On this day in 1386, the Treaty of Windsor between Portugal and England was signed. Oh, what it do? It kept them from killing each other. Oh, that's a good treaty. It's the oldest diplomatic alliance in the world that's still in force. Oh. That treaty between Portugal and England still is intact. Is it tenuous? It's not tenuous. They get along fine, <laughs> <good>. famously. <laughs> Who's afraid of Portugal, though, really? Wow. What are they going to do? true. Portugal. Back in the day, I guess they were somebody. Well, yeah, back in the day, you know. 1509, Christopher Columbus left Spain on his fourth and final trip to the New World. He still had uh, smallpox to deliver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he was too busy spreading syphilis. He didn't have time to to sit back on his laurels. Uh -uh, uh Uh-uh. Can't stop, won't stop. 1671. How has this not been a movie, by the way? Okay, what? I'm going to make this movie. Another million-dollar Hollywood all right, idea. All right, what is it? Colonel Thomas Blood, okay. first of all, already. Great name, great name. G.I. Joe character. Attempted to steal the crown jewels of England and Scotland from the Tower of London. Oh. Was captured running from the Tower with the jewels. Now, I did a little deep dive into this story. This is like Ocean's Eleven of 1671 he sets up this elaborate scheme where he pretends he's got his female accomplice who's pretending to be his wife okay and they're visiting the crown jewels just looking at the pretending to be aristocrats oh and he makes friends with the jewel keeper and so the wife pretends to be sick and they take the the pretend wife to their quarters there in the Tower of London to take care of her. Right. And he ingratiates his way into the family. And he's talking to the guy and he says, you know, I've got a, a nephew who's rich and eligible. He could marry one of your daughters. Okay. And they start this relationship. They go back and forth several times to the Tower to try to get in with them. And at one point during a dinner, he says, can you show me the jewels? I really like to see them behind the, uh, I know they're, They've got the great, right. the great in front of them. Can you pull them away so I can just see it better? And then he and his cohorts steal the Just grab them and run? And run. What's, you're playing that big long game and you just turn it into a grab and go? Well, 
it's after hours. They figured the security's uh, lax. I guess. But Stick it under your coat and just bolt. I want a better uh, conclusion than oh, that. That th- seems, it seems like a nice long game. And then it's 1671. That's pretty advanced. Well, it's like at the end of Ocean's Eleven, if it was actually in the vault, he just, you, George Clooney grabs the money and runs out of the casino. That kind of ruined the whole thing. You, it's a letdown. You, I don't want to see this movie now. <laughs> this movie's a letdown. You're not. Is. You're not allowed to see it. I don't, I don't want, want you there. It. There you, should be a fake tower that they build, and they sort of fake the and they they yeah. knock the dude out and they take it's him there. Seven, it's, big, it's 1671. I'm just saying, if you're gonna make it, make it good. Don't do this story. Just it's, grab the jewels and hit he, he, yakety sacks and start running. He took a uh, makes no sense. He took a hammer, and he flattened one of the crowns. Yeah. So that he could stick it under his vest without seeing it. Oh. Because it was like poking So he ruined up. it. Well, he doesn't care, but it's the jewels and the gold and everything. He wasn't Indiana Jones. He wasn't going to put it in a museum. Well, I, he wanted the valuable metals and jewels that it was made out I of. I thought he was doing something really cool. They had this the giant end. scepter that they couldn't right. stick into their bags. Right. So they sawed it in half so they could stick it in there. Well, like breaking a down. a job, man. It's about it's a hack job. the value of the gold. Ocean's and the Eleven. You look like they blew up this vault, but the vault was completely fine, and they just walked out of there with the cash because they were all looking at the video of the wrong vault. Yeah. that's what you got to do. Okay. Well, I'll write in some video camera scenes into whatever this story. you got to do to help this story because it needs it. Perfect. Perfect ending to that movie. That'd be hilarious, by the way. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1754, the very first newspaper in cart... Uh, excuse me, one more time. Uh-huh. The very first newspaper cartoon in America appeared. Oh, what was it? It was by Benjamin Franklin. Okay. And it was the famous image of the snake divided into pieces. It was in reference to the colonies at the time. Right. And it said, join or die. Okay. In reference that if they didn't get together. They're all going to perish. They will be perish at the, under the, uh, Freedom will the perish. foot of British tyranny. Yes. So uh, that image for the first time. Hmm. First newspaper cartoon. 1785, British inventor Joseph Brahma. Oh, man. This guy invented so many good things. The hydraulic press was his. That's good. A paper-making machine. That's good. He created a machine that automatically printed banknotes in sequential serial number order. Helpful. A machine that made quill pen nibs. Nibs? Nibs. What's a nib? The nib's the end of a quill pen. Oh, just the end. Okay. The part you write with is the nib. I didn't know that. But today, on this day in history, he got the patent for his best invention ever. What's that? The beer pump handle. Like on a keg? You know when you go to a bar and you see the long rack of handles that you pull down, the beer comes out? Well, in the olden times, those were actually pumps. You would pull Like when you had to pump a keg, like a pony. You would pull that handle, but it drew from the kegs that were way back in the refrigerated area. So it wasn't automatically pressurized with gas like we did now. You'd literally have to pump the beer out. Gotcha. But you could get served beer at the bar because of this guy's invention. You had to walk 20 feet. Oh, my God. See? I'm feeling, mm. I'm feeling that maybe mm. the superpowers are going to to, to rear their ugly heads. To make heads you think today. I'm trying to help you trigger them, I'm doing you a favor. On this day in 1868, the city of Reno, Nevada, was founded. Oh, biggest little city in the world. Indeed, it is. 1887, Buffalo Bill Cody's Wild West show opened in London, gave the the Londoners an idea of what the American West was oh, like. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a legitimate portrayal, but. No. It created a lot of stereotypes that stay with us today. The, the myths of the West. Indeed. Speaking of London, in 1896, the very first horseless carriage show 
took place in London. Okay. They had 10 different horseless carriages that people could look at. Fascinating. Look at these machines. You don't need a horse anymore. You get in here and you turn it on and you drive. Amazing. It is amazing yeah. in, in 1896. Yeah, sure it was. 1901, the very first Australian parliament opened in Melbourne. Hmm. All of our Garmy members down under, happy first Australian parliament day. 1914, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed Mother's Day for the very first time. 1932, Piccadilly Circus in London was lit by electricity for the very first time. Are you familiar with Piccadilly Circus? I'm not. What's Piccadilly Circus? It's a, uh, it's not a circus, first of all. And then why is I don't it called you, a circus? I don't want you to think we'll of say, clowns and... That's, and what, that's a picture I had in my head. And little people on the back of ponies right. and things. No, right. it's not a circus. Then why do they call it circus? Because the original circus, the word circus comes from the old Roman term, which means just a, a square where people can gather. Oh, plaza. A plaza, if you It's will. called Piccadilly yes. Plaza. It's not. It's called Lot Piccadilly less Circus. It's there in the West End where all the theaters uh, okay. are there in Should London. Be a plaza. It's beautiful. Uh, also, this day in 1941, the British intelligence was able to break the German spy codes. Ah. By capturing the Enigma machine aboard a, a weather ship, a German weather ship, and they used it to uh, crack codes throughout the Second World War, largely at the hands of the genius Alan Turing, who uh, was one of the fathers of the computer, by the way. He cracked so many codes during the Second World War that they believe just he alone saved as many as 14 million lives wow. by intercepting and cracking German messages that were meant to uh be attack plans right. by the uh, the Nazis. They made that movie about him, right? They Benedict did the Imitation Game yeah, yeah. with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Um, however, he was never fully recognized for his work, Eddie. Yeah. Because he was a homosexual. Yes. Right. And he was prosecuted in 1952 for, for the homo- crime of homosexuality, yeah. and they sentenced him to jail, or he could undergo forced chemical castration. Jesus. So he opted for the chemical castration versus the time in prison and then took his own life in 1954. Man. So way to reward the guy who saved 14 million lives in the Second World War. Great. Of course, this country wants to go back to that time. Fuck, the week week that was. The one week we take (laughs) off and we're jettisoned back into the dark ages. That's what it feels like, man. My God. Speaking of the Nazis, in 1945, the Norwegian Nazi collaborator Vikund Quisling was arrested. He was the prime minister of Norway who sold out to the Nazis. Oh. So much so that the, uh, the word Quisling has become synonymous with being a, a uh, traitor. Oh, like uh, whatchamacallit here? Uh, well, Benedict yeah, Arnold. Yeah, Benedict Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Someone calls you a Quisling. It means you're uh, a collaborator and a traitor. Quisling sounds kind of fancy, like you're smart. You don't want to be a Quisling. Like you know how to ace quizzes. <laughs> like if you got the the Garmy game show, I'd you got 10 qu- out of 10. Call me a Quisling. You'd be a Quisling. <laughs> King Victor Emmanuel III of Italy abdicated his throne, and his son Umberto II became king for only 34 days oh. because they abolished the monarchy 34 oh, days man. after he became oh, king. Dad knew what was happening. What a fucking ripoff. He thought he had it. And- hey, what do you say? I'm at a king. 34 days later, there's a no more king. And I'm what, what am I going to do? Wow. I got nothing. I'm a no more king. Why can't you wait a couple of more years before I have a nice little king well, run? We had a good month. Sad. Speaking of royalty, 1949, Princess Rainier III became the Monaco, excuse me, the monarch of Monaco. Later went on to marry the lovely Grace Kelly. Okay. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. Like there. 1960, the U.S. became the first country to legalize the birth control pill on this day mm. in 1960. 
They're coming for that next. Yep. Look out, folks. 1962, the Beatles signed their first contract with EMI Parlophone there in the UK. Speaking of the Beatles, a British band that also got some reflected glory during the British invasion here in the United States, Peter and Gordon released their first smash hit single, Peter Asher of Peter and Gordon. His sister was dating Paul McCartney at the time. Okay. And so Paul said, here, take one of my songs. I wrote this when I was 16. You can have it. And it was a song called A World Without Love, and they recorded it and released it and became a smash hit wow. song. Pretty cool when you got Paul McCartney throwing you his cast-offs. Right? Please lock me away And don't allow the day Here inside Where I hide With my loneliness I don't care what they say I won't stay in a world without love yeah, you can have that one. I've got plenty more songs where that came from. And you get from one of the crappy ones. Yeah. 1965, the Beatles, again, attended a Bob Dylan concert at Royal Albert Hall in London. Dylan would later introduce them to a uh, a magical herb oh. that they would all smoke. And He's the one who got them on he, that. He introduced them to pop. Wow. Yeah. 1978, more music news. Fee Waybill, lead singer of the Tubes, famously fell off the stage and broke his leg during a concert. Oh. That's bad. Oh, that's bad. Here is actual audio from that concert. White punks are dope. White punks are dope. The White cheap. punks are dope. White punks are dope. White, White punks are Yeah. Wow. That's bad. All it ended so abruptly. Well, he broke his leg. That's true. He's the slasher horror film genre was changed forever on this day in 1980 when a little film called Friday the 13th was released in cinemas everywhere. <laughs> so scary. So scary. Oh, in the world of art, Alexander Calder's Big Crinkly was sold at auction. The what? Alexander Calder is the, the name of the crinkly? artist. The work, the work is called... Big crinkly. Is it just something crinkled up? No. Okay, because that would have made me angry. He makes uh, kinetic art. Okay. Sculptures All made right. out of metal that move. Oh, that's kind of So cool. this looks like a large triangle. Right. And then there's a, a, like a piece of pipe across the top of it. Right. And there's more um, impressionistic sculptures on either side of that long rod. Mm -hmm. And they spin around on the triangle. Does it look cool? That's big crinkly. Looks like it's something from a uh, children's playground. Okay. Looks like that kind so, of piece. Right, right. Sold for, uh, let me check my notes here, $852,000. Seems like too much. <laughs> seems like way too much. <laughs> Almost a million dollars for Big Crinkly. I mean, give me some popsicle sticks and crazy glue. I'll make you something. You, you couldn't. I could. 1989, Vice President Dan Quayle was giving a speech at the United Negro College Fund. I can see this going wrong. And he was trying to say their uh, famous catchphrase, yeah. a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Right. And during the speech, he got confused, and he said, <laughs> what a waste it is to lose one's mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the press feasted on that oh, for a that while. Poor guy. And we all said, well, we're never going to have a politician as dumb as Dan Quayle again. He's, That's one thing I can guarantee. He set the bar low. And He's we went a under fucking it. genius now in we comparison. Went under it. Not to mention, he saved our democracy. He was the one who reached out to Mike Pence and said, like, yeah, you can't, you do, can't that. do that. You dumbass. 
Dan Quayle. Fuck, we're a dumb country. Final episode of Golden Girls aired on this day in 1992. Oh, that's a great sitcom. It was. Also in 1992, the Salem Village Witchcraft Victims Memorial was dedicated. A little late. Seemed a little late. 300 years later, they were paying tribute to the victims of the witch trials, which we're going to have more of soon. I'm, I guarantee. We're, getting, we're, we're going back that way, yeah. 1996, Getty Lee was made an officer of the Order of Canada. Sort of their version of knighthood up there, uh -huh. our neighbors to the north. 2005, the commentary website, the Huffington Post, was launched. Mm -hmm. by, of course, Ariana Huffington. 2012, another big day in the art world. Mark Rothko's Orange, Red, Yellow became the most expensive piece of contemporary art to be sold at auction. Uh, if you see the piece, Mark Rothko's Orange, Red, Yellow, those are three rectangles uh -huh. that are on a canvas. Okay. This is going to come as a shock to you. One is orange. Okay. One is red. Okay. Maybe. And one is yellow. No. Three. And that's what it's called? Three rectangles of color right. on the canvas. And that's went for how much money? Uh, let me check my notes. $87 million. <laughs> no, it did not. It did. Shut your mouth. $87 million? $87 million. What the fuck, man? For three rectangles of color. What the fuck is on wrong with people? That's 87 cents on, for the canvas. I usually mock your disrespect for the value of fine art. But as I looked at this oh, particular man. image, even I thought, Come on. Seriously, really. dude. I, I literally could have done something. Anyone very, with very a ruler similar. and paint and a canvas could have done that. Yeah. And in 2019, the new Australian $50 banknote was released. And that's when someone realized that the word responsibility had been spelled responsibility <laughs> on 46 million <laughs> $50 banknotes that were distributed throughout the country. Giant typo on their, That's on their awesome. 50. All right, you know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a day in history, run it past Eddie Pence, say, hey, Eddie, is that something you'd be willing to eat? Or who knows, maybe stick up your ass and pull out? <laughs> that is what we're going to do right now. We're going to talk about the food, then pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round, and when they stop, if they all match... Jackpot. Yeah, Eddie's eating. Mm. However, if they're mismatched... <laughs> Eddie's not going to eat. Someone wrote me an email saying, Jackpot should come out regardless. And if Eddie doesn't eat the food, she'd just berate him. No, I don't want that. <laughs> I'll lock the door. And if, and if Eddie does eat the food, then Jackpot can come out and celebrate. No. But if he doesn't, we should get Jackpot to make an no, appearance. We don't anyway. need Jackpot here. You and Jackpot have an adversarial yeah, a relationship. A little bit. Little he bit. celebrates you. That's all the man does. Mm. And then calls me a dick. Well. Yeah. Sometimes. Uncalled for. The food today, well, it uh, takes place, uh, the holiday, not a holiday at all. The uh, event takes place on this day in 2016 when President then Obama signed the National Bison Legacy Act, uh. declaring the North American bison the official national mammal of the United States. Did you know we have an official national mammal? I do now. The bison. The bison. Which brings us, of course, to bison meat. Mm -hmm. Still a very popular choice among some people when it comes to uh, eating meat. Bison, of course, was the significant source of food and raw materials for the indigenous peoples here of North America. They were hunted to near extinction in the late 19th century, not by the indigenous people, oh, no. but by 
Why well, they take what they need, right? And okay. they would they would know they would know well enough to to make sure that the population stayed yeah. steady, so they would always have because we need them to survive. Exactly. But, yes. But uh, Whitey and his rifle came along yeah. and took it out. They made everything from uh, the skin of the of the bison, made their coats and their clothes and their blankets. They used the bones for weapons and utensils. I mean, they used every little bit of that yeah. of that bison. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, they ate the meat. Bison meat is naturally leaner than beef. In fact, ounce per ounce, it has less total fat than almost any meat, including pork, chicken, and most fish. Wow. Bison also has less calories, higher amounts of iron than most meat products. It is considered one of the healthiest meats you can eat. Didn't know that. I've enjoyed uh, bison burgers. There's a place nearby here that makes an amazing bison burger. And given my option... That's what I order when I go there. Okay. But this isn't about me, as always. It's all about Eddie. Oh, no. We all got to talk about Eddie. Is bison something Eddie Pence would eat? It's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One bison, two bison. Eddie Pence loves the bison. He wants to ride it. He wants to eat it. He wants to make love to a I don't want. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Grab the horns off the bison and kiss him on the head. I'm not, no. Thank you, Jack. Bison. Jesus, jackpot. Bison food. Bison meat. I like bison. Have I you had bison? I haven't had a lot of bison, but I've had I've had a couple of bison burgers in my life. Yeah, bison or burgers buffalo burgers, what they call them sometimes. Yeah, buffalo bison. First time I had one was at Jellystone National Park. Remember they had the campgrounds, <sighs> the Jellystone campgrounds throughout the country? Yes, I do. We were driving across country. I was a little kid. My dad would stop there. We camped, and they had buffalo burgers hmm. for sale. Had, that was the first time I ever had buffalo or bison. Were they selling these out of the back of a station? No, wagon? they had a little, they had a little uh, stand there because it was all, it was all uh, Fred Flintstone, all Flintstone themed. Oh, sure, right. Jellystone. Right. Not Yellowstone, Jellystone. I got you. Yeah, okay. What? No, Jellystone's Yogi Bear. Or maybe it was Yogi Bear. I guess it was Yogi <laughs> Bear. Whatever. Fred Flintstone. No, no, it was a Fred Flintstone park because they were selling buffalo burgers. I forgot what it was called. It wasn't Jellystone then. It was something else. Or maybe there was some other Hanna-Barbera connection. Maybe they used multiple Hanna-Barbera Could characters. Could have been that too. Then. All I know is I had a buffalo burger. Because and... Fred was in the Buffalo Lodge. Right. That's and they why. had buffalo burgers. And I remember eating at a on a table that looked like it was in the Stone Age. I got gotcha. you. And, and I liked the burger. It's a good burger. Oh. I haven't had a lot. That's a reach. That's a reach. You're reaching back into your history for. But the, that's where the first time I had it for the bison. And I liked it. I like bison. And I was a picky too. kid, so for me to like it as a child, you know, it was. Yeah, well, I'm not going to complain if you're eating the bison. So, I'm all in. According to Jackpot, you're doing more than eating the bison too. I don't know. I'm not fucking the bison, you. Jackpot. They look cuddly. No, they don't. They have warm, shaggy coats. They have big, furry heads. Yeah, they yeah. do. You know, I've heard that they are mild-mannered creatures. Oh, yeah. And yet will attack for no reason at a moment's notice. Hmm. And they can run up to 60 miles an hour. Yeah, there's a herd of them over there in Catalina Island. Yeah, I know. So if you piss them off, they'll they'll take you out. Run at you. Don't do that. Don't try to fuck them anymore. I'm not going to try to fuck them. But I wouldn't run forward towards them. I would run behind them and they wouldn't see me coming. That's a good point. So they're not going to charge me. (laughs) Might back up India. Depending (laughs) on how good you are. Well, that just helps out. That's it for this day in history. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. Time now to take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call the show Biz Beat. Wow, we lost a lot of good people. 
Over the weekend, Mickey Gilly, country singer who helped inspire the urban cowboy craze, which, oh. as you know, big part of my life. Huge. I had the hat and the belt buckle and the boots. <laughs> I would have gone to Gillies if I could have. <laughs> biggest nightclub in the world, Gillies at oh. one point there in Texas. The biggest honky-tonk. Oh, nice. You guys some line dancing. In Pasadena, Texas in the early 1970s, of course, made famous by the movie Urban Cowboy, in which his music was also featured. Gilly also... First cousin to uh, rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis. I don't know if you knew that. I don't, or not. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Uh, this was one of his biggest hits. Sissy, I don't want any girl of mine riding that bull. And you were hooked. That's what Bud told her. You had to go and just buy the clothes after that. Bud didn't want her to ride that bull. <laughs> Showing off for Scott Glenn. I need a vest now. Uh, he was 86 years old. Another great performer has passed away at the age of 80. Character actor Kenneth Welsh, famous Canadian actor, best known here in the United States for his memorable turn as Wyndham Earl, the bad guy in season two of Twin Peaks. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I do. Or yeah, not. yeah, yeah. He was great in that. He's passed away at the age of 80. And if you're a comic book fan, you know the name of George Perez, legendary artist who not only, for a lot of people, was the Wonder Woman artist, but I remember him from the new Teen Titans in the 1980s uh, when I first started enjoying his work. And then, of course, also his work on Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is a Game-changing yeah, comic book. It really is. For only DC, but also for uh, comic book continuity in yeah. general. He's passed away at the age of 67, sadly. Much too young. Um, pancreatic cancer oh, took his life. Sucks. He was diagnosed in December of 2021. And doctors told him it was inoperable. And they gave him six months to a year to live. But they thought they could stretch his life out with radiation and chemotherapy. Yeah. And he opted not to, saying, I don't want to fill up whatever time I have left with doctor's appointments and feeling yeah. sick. And yeah, I mean, when it's terminal like that, you, can, you have that decision. You got to make. make that choice. So that's sad. Speaking of superheroes, Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness yes. opened up over the weekend to astounding box office, making $185 million Damn. domestically this wow. weekend. That's a hundred million more than the first Doctor Strange movie. Worldwide made a combined $450 million in its opening weekend. Wow, that's crazy. I guess movies are back, kids. At least these are. I can only imagine, Eddie Pence, you were there opening night. I was. Wearing a cape and the eye of Agamotto. I was. Wrapped around your neck. I loved it, man. And you were doing this, making spells. It was circles. So there's such a Sam Raimi thumbprint on this movie. That's what I've heard. It's very unlike most Marvel it films. It really is. And Marvel, their their trailer campaign for this is the best, is the greatest misdirection they've ever done on any film oh. they've done. Because you know how they always do stuff where they they omit something from a trailer or they put something in where you're like, oh, is this person really in there or not? Like they right. did a lot with Spider-Man. This one, you're watching the trailers in at the movie, and then you see the movie, you're like, oh my god, it's the greatest misdirection of all time. Oh, see. Now you got people excited. It's, I love, I had so, I mean, I could see where some people may not like it, but. I've heard mixed feelings uh, from people. It's very Sam Raimi. Some people were meh. It's not Spider Man it. Sam Raimi. It's very, you know, Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. Dark Man. A lot of, it's Sam Raimi. Mm. And I loved it. I enjoyed it. Mm. So. 
wonder how I'm going to feel. I don't know. Do you like Sam Raimi movies? I loved the first Doctor Strange movie. I was hoping to get a similar film to the first Doctor Strange There's movie. elements, too. I mean, it's still Doctor Strange, yeah. but there's a lot of Sam Raimi in this. I do like Sam Raimi's yeah. work, so I'm looking forward. But congratulations, four and fifty. That's crazy. Dollars. And you, too, surprised folks in Ukraine, of all places. They showed up to perform a surprise concert at a bomb shelter wow. in Ukraine. That's crazy. President Zelensky invited them to perform in Kyiv and to show their solidarity with the Ukrainian people. They showed up and played. Wow. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess it must be a certain morale boost for folks in a bomb shelter to be entertained by you too. Yeah. But also I feel like, are they making it about themselves a little bit by doing a concert there? I mean couldn't they write a big check to buy some stinger missiles or something? Well, I think they're getting maybe some, they they're getting some stinger missiles, but I just it's it's weird we're now in the third month of this war and yeah. we've sort of like stopped talking about it. Yeah, I guess maybe uh, in terms of awareness it's good when they do yeah. something like this because so. it, it attracts our attention again. Uh it wasn't the whole band, it was uh, Bono and the Edge because they didn't have enough for a, you know, a full setup. It's too so. loud in a bomb shelter. Just acoustic guitar yeah. and uh, Bono performing, but still they sound great. Here's a little taste. Take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on May 9th, starting with Sonny Curtis, who was the guitarist for Buddy Holly in Buddy Holly and the Crickets. I believe he's the last remaining member of that band still with us. He's 85 years old today. If you knew Peggy Sue, then you know why I feel blue without Peggy. My Peggy Sue. Oh, well, I love you, Kelly. I love you. Hear that song without thinking of Peggy Sue got married and Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage's performance <laughs> in that movie. Every time I hear Peggy Sue, I think you should go out to the prom. It was a choice. It was a choice, all right. Choice. Dre, Dre, Dre? No, that's not right. Drake? James. James. Director James L. Brooks. Ah. I took director and James, oh, okay. and I just made it Drames. Just trying to get through it quicker. Producer, director James L. Brooks is 85 years old today. Rosario Dawson, the lovely and talented soon. So Katana. Yeah, to be seen in the Star Wars mythos. She's 43. Well, she's already been seen yep. several times, but yep. now she's getting her own deal, right? Yep. 43 today. Tommy Rowe is 80 years old. I'm so Candace Bergen, Murphy Brown herself, is 76. Guitarist, singer Richie Ferre, founder of two seminal rock bands, Buffalo Springfield and also Poco, 78 today. I think it's time we stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Allie Mills, who played the mom on The Wonder Years, is 71. See where Fred Savage got booted off the remake. being a cock. This isn't the first time he's yeah. had people level accusations at him. Dude. It happened on Wonder Years, the original series. It happened on another series he was doing called The Grinder. Yeah. And now this one. 
I don't know, three times Stop is being a pattern. A dick, man. Anyway, he's out of it. Uh, she's 71 years old today. Bassist Tom Peterson of Cheap Trick is 72. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. They just seem a little weird. Surrender. Surrender. But don't give yourself away. Hey. John Corbett. From My Big Fat Greek Wedding and Northern Exposure, Sex in the City, he's 61 today. Singer Dave Gahan of Depeche Mode is 60. Actor Grace Gummer from The Newsroom and American Horror Story is 36. She is the daughter of... Meryl Streep, okay, but a fine actress in her own right. She's 36, and musician Billy Joel is 73 today. Only the good die That's what I said. Only the good die Only the good die That was my theme song as a young man. Oh, okay. Leave that to be true, and I'm still here, so I think. Why am I not dead? That's a good question. I'm good. Mm. I'm a good person. Mm. I really am. Mm. And I should be dead. Are you? But oh. really? What have I done that's bad? I'm just saying. I'm good. As far as we know. As far as you know. Someday there's going to be... What? Bodies dug up in a field. <laughs> there's no way. It's going to be a 60 minutes about me. <laughs> for sure. Indeed. American Horror Story <laughs> on FX. <laughs> he seemed like a mild-mannered good guy until the skulls started popping up. <laughs> That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I'll walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Monday, it's time for us to start munching, Eddie Pence. Very simple today. Two men, two spoons. (laughs) That's all we have. And two bottles. One bottle filled with creamy, delicious goodness. I've never had a spoon of mayonnaise You're going to take a... You're taking a (laughs) spoon of my white goodness. Ew. Now I... uh, (laughs) Why would you say that? Oh, God. <laughs> mayonnaise. Oh. Or, if you're, or, or if you're friends with it, you call it mayo. Oh. The tangy, creamy condiment. <laughs> Don't like all your adjectives. That comes from... Let's all say cum. It comes... Cum. <laughs> From my eggs. Oh, man. Comes from... Uh, Comes from my eggs. Egg my... yolks, oil, and acid like uh, vinegar or lemon juice. Very simple. Yeah. Very classic. Very delicious. Yeah. Versus Miracle Whip, <laughs> which has some of the same ingredients. Right. What's the main difference? And that's what they try to pawn it off. Okay. As, oh, it's just, it's just like mayo. Have some. It's just like mayo. What? No, it's not just like What's mayo. What's the main difference? Well... It was created originally to be a cheaper alternative to right. Well, sometimes we need so we, you know, a light in the pocketbook. Mm, it's not worth it. Can't afford your hoity-toity mayo. Because then you're not only getting some of the same ingredients, but they add other stuff to it. Okay. Like uh, spices, mustard, paprika, garlic. But the thing, the thing that bugs me most about it, yeah. they add sweetener to it. Hmm. High fructose corn syrup oh. is what it's sweetened with. 
That's which is good. garbage. That's not good for you. And it makes it sweet. And who wants to eat sweet mayonnaise? It's sweet and spicy? Yes, and also tangy. And tangy? It's got all bad it's things happening at once. It's all the bases, man. It's also made with soybean oil. All right. Which, cause, which causes inflammation. Uh-huh. It's got thickeners in it. And who doesn't want a thickener? Potassium sorbate is a preservative. Okay. Cornstarch is a thickener. Mayo has none of these. No. Mayo's just straight. Mayo's pure. Eggs coming from. Innocent and delicious and wholesome. Egg cum. (laughs) That's all it is. No, it's not. And Miracle Whip is (laughs) fouled with sweeteners and stuff and gunk. Miracle Whip seems like progress as opposed to mayo. It seems like it's progressing forward. Miracle Whip is made in a lab. And mayonnaise is made in heaven. Okay. That's, That's the, the difference. difference. All right. And Thanks so we will prove that today. You've never had Miracle Whip. It's I my duty to get you on the right side of this Please. issue. It's time for Munch and Monday. Munch and Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munch and Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. Testicles are just all. For those folks who like to watch Munchin Monday as opposed to just yeah, you listen, do. you want to see all of our spray all over your face, our creamy goodness today. <laughs> this is what we're starting with: best foods, real mayonnaise. I grew up with this brand east of the Rockies known as Hellman's. That's what I, we had Hellman's. Hellman's, east of the Rockies, best foods west of the Rockies. We had Hellman's growing up. So if you ever had Hellman's on the East Coast, this is the same stuff. Here it is in the easy to use squeeze bottle. I'm showing the folks there who are watching. It is a fresh bottle. I just cracked the seal. Never been used. Not good. It is. Not tainted in any way. Oh my God, it's so good. I will literally get like Fritos. And if I don't have anything in the house to dip, really? Yeah, I'll get a little ramekin straight into mayo. A little ramekin of mayo and just a little, just a little dab on my chips. Really? On ruffles sometimes. Like I don't mind mayo, but I've never been like I never loved it. Makes I, it I great, do have it on a sandwich makes a or great dip hamburger. So this is the champ. This is the this is what God wants you to eat. Oh, okay. This is what Jesus would eat. All right. There was a bottle at the Last Supper, I believe. Yes, it was. If you look closely into that painting, you'll see a <laughs> bottle like, of mayo. It was a Hellman's. And then here is here's Satan's jism right jizz. here. Now you want me to have it. Here I'm uh, holding up Miracle Whip. Satan's jizz. It's just even the color. That's what's called off. west of the Mississippi. It's right? like it needs to see a doctor. It needs to see a urologist. It is. A, it does a different color, but yeah, they're, they're both an off-white color. Yeah, but this they're look, both a disturbingly off-white color. This is wholesome. This is. Mm, we'll see. This is some whole. We'll see. I don't right know. Here, uh, the one of a kind taste of Miracle Whip. Yeah, you know what else has a one of a kind taste? What? My ass. Okay. <laughs> Glad to know next time I'm eating an ass, it's not going to taste like your ass. I'm not a fan. Yours is one you can tell I'm not a fan of Miracle Whip. No, you, it's, you cover it very well. All right. So grab your spoon. Spoon's I'll grab, up. I'll grab mine. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to... Why do you get such big spoons? Because I don't want it, mayo to be dripping off all over the place. Get a ladle then. I'm going to squirt a dollop of my creamy goodness right. onto your spoon. Okay, give <laughs> My tangy creamy. Oh, stop, man. And it's room temperature, which is going to make it fucking foul. Of course. That's where you get the best flavor. Uh, you fucking just don't. Make me fucking 
All right, hold on. Just squeeze a little. Okay. Hold on. Come on. It's not coming. Wait. Please. Hold on. I got well, to stroke a little more. the bottle a little concentrate. bit. Concentrate. I'm nervous. Stop. Just. Oh, there oh, we oh, go. Oh. There we go. Now I got to get some. I'm going to fill my spoon up. Yeah, fill it up, man. Because I can't get enough. But you saved it for yourself. There we go. All right. Oh, this yeah. is mayonnaise. Like, I know what mayo tastes like. This isn't. This is this good is, stuff. I know, I've had this. This is a premium. Yes, okay. All right, here we go. Mm. Still weird to just eat off a spoon. That's Come just, on. No, it needs turkey or a hamburger. Oh, my God. Right? It's good, but oh, it, so it's good. not, it, it, it shouldn't be eaten alone. It should. No, it shouldn't. Mm. I am so white. You are the whitest. I'm the whitest man alive. You might be How whiter than How much I love me. mayonnaise is indicative of my supreme whiteness. I mean, I like mayonnaise, but just eating mayonnaise mm. just by itself is not a good thing. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Man can hurt his jaw that way. <laughs> mm. going to be right back at the dentist. All right. So now you've got that. Uh -huh. That's our base. Okay. That's the base. Now, did you lick your spoon clean? I don't want any goodness tainting the evil that is Miracle Whip. Then I want you to call your dad... And tell him, fuck off. <laughs> hey, Dad, fuck off. Exactly. He's never had. He's, he's never been allowed to have Miracle Whip in the house. My mom forbades it. Because your mother is so. a God-fearing woman of Jesus. That's why. <laughs> Maybe. Because she's an American. Maybe. Dad. So I'm, that's why I've never had Miracle Whip. Yeah. Oh, my God. It comes out quicker. Yeah, it does. It doesn't take much. That's too much, that's man. A, that's enough. That's Jesus. Plenty. All right. It smells different. It's awful. <laughs> Smells awful. Can't believe I'm even doing this. I'm only doing it to teach you the lesson. <laughs> this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts okay. you. All right, ready? Yeah. Right. It is. <laughs> it's. Ugh. It's got that spice kick to it, and also, but it's and the tangy, sweet. the tangy thing gets you a little bit. It's like a dessert mayo or something. Yeah, it is a. That's awful. But I don't think, I don't know if you would notice it if it was on a sandwich. No, I would. I'd throw it in the face of the person who made it. That's what They're I definitely do. different and mayo is better. But oh. I think if I had them like on a, on a club sandwich, I don't think I would be able to tell the difference. Oh, man. Either way, neither one should just be eaten with a spoon. Mayo. That's foul. Mayo Ugh. is the elixir of the gods. <laughs> Condiment of the gods, Ugh. maybe, but not an elixir. So there you go. No, putting myself in harm's way. Don't ever do that again. For this segment, the difference between <sighs> the deliciousness of mayonnaise <sighs> and the foul, foul nature. It's hanging out in there. Yeah, it is. It's It'll set, be with you forever. It's setting up camp. For it's sure. like herpes. It's going to go make its way into your DNA <laughs> and, and show up when you least want it mm. to. No, this is not. Nope, not at all. There you go, kids. Woo. Once again, <sighs> just for you. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> That's Munchin' Monday. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another Munchin' Monday. 
I think I need some more mayonnaise. Just don't, don't, don't I gotta chase have, I gotta Miracle get, Whip with mayo. I got to get it out of my mouth. Stop. I got to get it out of my mouth. Neither one is good just on a spoon. Mm. Oh, stop it. Mm. No. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh. No shanks. Oh, that's better. Oh, my goodness. It's not. Well, kids, there you go. We're back. <sighs> for better or for worse. For worse. We're here with you for the rest of the week. Well, not the whole week, because I do have to take yeah, that your day off. Your tooth got I got to get a root canal. Ugh. And I can't have a numb face. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the mouth. It's actually a birth deep. Nobody wants to listen to that. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll see you tomorrow, though. That's for sure. Here on the Ralph Report. Great show lined up for you tomorrow. You know, Tuesdays are fun. TV tunes. Tongues that are twisted. Mm. Another lovely Tuesday thing. So we'll see you tomorrow. Please come back and join us. In order to do so, you got to take care of yourself. And that means staying the fuck away from Miracle Whip. <clears throat> but also, do whatever you do to keep yourself healthy. Yeah. Hey, moral of the story. Yeah, what? Get a good dentist. Or get a second opinion. Or just do what you did, do the Dr. House thing, and do everything else around the problem, oh and then go gosh. to the doctor that can solve it, finally. It turns out it's lupus. <laughs> Sorry, we had to amputate your legs. Fuck. I fired my dentist, by the way. You did? Oh, yeah. Fuck him. I'm did you give him a back. call or just never call him back? No, I, I... You went in there and gave him piece of your mind? Go in there. I, I should have. I'm sorry. Turning over tables. <laughs> Jesus in the in the temple with the lenders. <laughs> I just texted the guy who does all the scheduling and yeah. said, uh, please let uh, Dr. Ash know I will no longer be needing his services. Because oh. my good my new guy gave me a recommendation for a, dental, oh, a dentist here go. in the area. There you so. go. Keeping all my uh, my guys close to me, same circuit. <laughs> you're turning to Howard Hughes. It's just your circle's getting smaller. You got to protect yourself, man. You got to find good people because people <laughs> don't do people. their jobs. They don't do their jobs. Well, you know, Jay Leno. Yeah, it's not by it everybody. comes up sometimes. I'm just so good at it. You are. All right, we're getting out of here. Take care of yourselves. Stay. Good in the hood. Because life is life. I want yours to be long and happy and healthy and pain-free if it can be. Yes, definitely. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye.